This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. In Pasuk Ches uh, I believe it's on page 978, and it says, after this Pasuk, that it's a land where you um, food is plentiful and there's no there's, there's no shortage of raw materials etc. So the Rebbe says the Efsher sheyichol od eretz asher loy miskenet avalechem shul ina tayr vachachmad divakasim. Could be we're talking about not only bread physically we're talking about tayr and chachma which are limshul to lechem shenema luchu lachamu belachami. Chachma requires a uh, act, uh, preparation mitzad the person. He has to be ready, he has to do what he needs to do. Besides that, requires that the, um, let's call it the atmosphere, the climate, be pure. Kiyoel harbi belimut. It's important for learning to have that clear air. So Rechayas seems on the surface deaf to be talking about some sort of physical reality that the air in Israel is clear and clean and it helps um, you know, so, uh, I don't know, today it's kind of smoggy also, not sure, but I think it means a little something a little more subtle, that there's something about when, when a person goes to a, sh- a strong Makam Torah, so you can identify certain things, uh, I, he identified the Rebbe is very good, the, the, the storm are, 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 are this, that, but then there's also some intangible quality of the atmosphere there is really conducive to learning. Um, Eretz Yisrael has that quality, and Lehoraya that there is an extraordinary, the level of learning at Yisrael is extraordinary. K'mosh Adosh Razal Zahav Ha'aretz Ha'it Toiv, E'en Torek Ta'aretz Eretz Yisrael, Ve'en Chochem Chochem Ha'aretz Yisrael. V'om Avir Da'aretz Yisrael Machkim. So, when Chazal praised the Avir Da'ara, it means there's something in the atmosphere of Eretz Yisrael that really helps you. They're lacking. Now, do you have to struggle a lot more? If a person is in a place where, is, where the atmosphere is not conducive to learning, he can learn, but it's a bigger struggle. So that's the real bracha. Of Eretz uh, Yisrael is the fact that I can do some learning and so on and so forth. I mean, what we see today is one of the that so many Baruch Hashem Yisrael. So, so there are things we can sort of identify: the fact that uh, um, you have so many people teaching, the fact that you, you, you know, you completely immersed in it for kids who who were going to high school, something else, they're now immersed totally and so on. But but all those things are still an intangible fact that's hard to identify. But that's the Matthias. It has something that's very conducive to Torah. Okay, the next one is a very, very famous Sefer Chinuch. 
and uh, it deals with defining what bracha is. The pasuk here it tells you the pasuk here is telling you the midst of making a bracha, which is the which is the, the most the of the brachas. Let's call it that way. And the Chinuch is going to describe what a bracha is and um, what the word baruch is. Mishosha mitzvah, hakdama. Haloigarecho b'niba mashekadam. Ki l'shem baruchu kol ha-kovet v'ahoyit. Kodesh baruchu has all glory. V'chol ha-toi v'chol And everything that you could possibly ever um, think of positive, Kodesh baruchu has. Um, I hate to sound corny, but he's the ultimate, you know, the, the, what to get for the one that has everything. And what we do, good or bad, doesn't really take away or add. So you need to understand. What are you wishing, Kashbrahu? In other words, if you were to take the word bracha at its common colloquial meaning, where I sort of give a wish that you should have something good. So you, so you did something good for me, I give you a bracha, you should have nachas from your kids, you should be wealthy, you should this, that. So there, there's always an understanding you're missing something, and there's a possibility that the bracha might add to it. But what are you talking about bracha to What are we wishing, what are we adding to kashbrahu? What brachas did he give him? Um, he creates the brachas. He says, so, so since we make brachas all day and all night, we're making brachas, we need to find a way to define it, or, or else we really don't know what we're doing all the time. I'm not, um, I don't imagine that I know it in its full clarity. Maybe I know a drop. I've heard there are tremendous sodos in the And Rebbeim teaches Talmudim when they're old enough to understand and mature enough to understand. I will but I'd like some understanding of it. Maybe it'd be better if I wouldn't speak. Let me just explain why he's so reticent and so on. Um, because any time we deal directly with interacting with HaKadosh Baruch it becomes very sticky. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch wants it, HaKadosh Baruch needs it, Without us, he wouldn't do it. He would do it. it, it whatever you say, it, it, it's problematic, really. And that's why. And, and, it's, and it's not a type of thing where you really want to have a shock of a tire with someone. So if a brother wants this, does he want this? And if he wouldn't want this, would he want this? And you start getting into a never-never land of, of, of all sorts of absurdities and fear and so on. So that's why I think he's reticent to talk about. He's not going to say Kabbalah here, but he's still reticent. So he says like this: Yodua hadava mefursam. Akadish Baruch who created everything 
And then he created man and endowed him with power over the world. So, important to bear in mind two stages. It came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but then he granted Adam a certain autonomy. Um, and he wants, Umimendoiz Baruch Hu Chesed, and Akashpoku wants the Bria to flourish and to get Bracha from him. And this is the meat of Akashpoku's Hatava. Akashpoku wants um, to, to give to the Bria. The Bria itself is always in need of HaKadosh Baruch's Bracha, and HaKadosh Baruch's Ratzon is to keep being Mashpiyat Rebiyah. Ve'ach ha'skam ezush yedanu b'chiyuv me'rov shleimus tuvoy she'chef t'argin Baruch ha'asayt knowing that this is what HaKadosh Baruch really wants no'imash in ya'brocha shem lefanov e'nene rak ha'skara le'ur nafshenev devrit pinu the Bracha is something which keeps reminding us ki hu ha'mevorach is the source of all good and also the source in the sense that he has it and also he's the one who endows it to everyone. So, in a sense, the word Baruch um, means a noun. It's not we are blessing you, but you are a blessed one. You are the one that is the source for for all that, for all the good that can flow in into Bria. Once we once we put that down. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the source of all good. Um, now we can ask the things. So Baruch is really a, it's, it's a description. So, so when a person makes a bracha, a person is making a statement. He's saying, you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, indeed is the source of the good as I've seen expressed in the bread on the table, as I've seen expressed on the fruit, and so on. And what we want is, when we say, we, we're trying to say, Yisbarach means the one that everyone recognizes to be this entity. So we say, we say, um, that Akarish Baruch Hu should be recognized as the one, he, you know, people shall make him the Baruch. 
meaning they will recognize that the source of all that's good comes from him. Um, and when that happens, the Kodesh Prochud is Mashpiyat Tov. V'yushlam chefzer shuchavetz ahetiv v'yashamaynu. V'tashlam achefetz tachas kol ha-mavukash. V'hine matzono k'tas tam apaloshin yisbarach ha-tmiyah. So when we say yisbarach v'yishtabach, which means, sounds like a Kodesh Prochud shall be blessed, what you mean is a Kodesh Prochud shall be recognized as the one who is blessed. U'min ha-shares ha-zeh, who, um, so what a Kashbaru's Chafetz philosophy means, he wants them to recognize the Sikhim Mashpia. So that's the Chinuch's explanation, a very, very famous explanation, that the word Baruch is actually a recognition of a Kaddish Baruch who has been the source of good. Yisbarach, or Mevorach, means the one who is recognized by the Bria, and our Tefillah, and our Vakash is always that the world should recognize him, as, and so on. I want to add the other famous explanation, which is the Mekubalim, Nefshachayim says it, and everyone says a little bit different language, but more or less the same idea. And it, and it works as follows. Um, let, let's um, the, 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 the imagine you have a reservoir of water. So how much water could the reservoir produce? The answer is um, as big as the reservoir. Is. So if the reservoir is a million cubic feet, so it can give a million cubic um, feet of water. Let's say a reservoir is infinite, it can give an infinite amount of water. But there's one other issue. If there's a faucet, then, then, then it doesn't make a difference how much water there is, it really makes a difference in how big you've opened up the faucet. If you open up the faucet and there's nothing to give, nothing's going to come. But even if you have an infinite amount, the faucet is closed, nothing's going. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. When he put Adam in control, he gave him the, um, he put the faucet in his hands. Um, he is going to determine how much flows into the Bria. So it's not, so, so there are many, many Lishonos in the, in, in Tnu Oza Lakim, give strength HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or Tsuyi you've weakened the rock of of, of uh, your, your your foundation. They all sound as if It obviously is not true. But what is true is the level at which Akadishbarhu will be Mashpia to the Bria really depends on um, how much we open up the faucet, how much we let it open. It doesn't help that Akash Baruch is infinite if we're not... So the word Baruch, the Shem says, means Miloshin Ribui. It's, it's to increase. Just like uh, um, it's... Uh, um, and, and, you know, the, the, um, the, the Baruch is increasing that which is there. 
being marve. The, the word baruch comes from sort of the word rov, ribui. So when we do a pa'ul of bracha, we are enlarging the scope of Mitzvahs do it, but primarily by recognizing Akarish Baruch Hu as the source of something, we allow to be Mashpia more. Akarish Baruch Hu gives, uh, let's, let's give an example. Let's say I, and I give somebody, I, I'm, I'm giving to somebody because I want him to, I want to forge a bond, a relationship with him, like him a lot, um, and I give him stuff, and the person takes it for granted. Uh, I'm his uncle, kind of, his father, and he takes the stuff, and it, it's Magieli. It's, it's an entitlement. So I'm not going to keep giving more, because if anything, not only is it not getting to its purpose, but it's actually um, feeding a rechok. But let's say the person understands, and the person acknowledges, you've been so good to me, you've really done so much for me, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So, so that's a reason for giving more, because the more I gave, the more he appreciated me, the more, the more he really said, wow, what a wonderful uncle, and so on and so forth. So of, of, of the elements that will do the most to help HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bimashpia is that. And there's another version of this, but it's, it's similar, you know, Baruch is Moshim Brecha, it's almost as if from the infinite well of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's giving, he puts part of it into a pool that's available for us to use. In other words, there's the big picture, how much is available for us to use, and then how much we actually get. But Baruch is sort of, you know, it's, it, it's, the infinite does not exist in our world. So, so, so you know, it, it's, it, it, infinite exists somewhere else. Within the world, we have a reservoir that fills up with a finite, and that can increase and decrease. So when we speak about a Kaddish Baruch Hu who's being increasing something, it's kill the reservoir that feeds us. It, it's a similar idea, not, not really different. Okay, we have to always here. Okay, thank you. So next two weeks.